Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn and Coffee, a movie podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, and with me in the studio today is Jay Hazel, as always. How are you? Good. We're in December now. Here we are. Coffee talk. Shall we jump into it? Yeah. So for the holidays, this episode, by the time you people are listening to it, will release the week of Christmas. So. This? Yeah. Right? No. This will release on the... Oh, the 16th. 15th. The 15th. Anyways, yeah. we're in the Christmas season. A little people. bit before Christmas. Yeah, whatever. We're in the Christmas season. So we got yeah. a a local, uh, the rabbit had some holiday seasons, seasonings, season flavored coffees in. And this is called Mistletoe's Kiss. So it's very cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon in it. Yeah, okay. But there isn't cinnamon in mistletoe. Can you eat mistletoe? I don't know. Is this supposed to taste like leaves? It smells like potpourri. See now. There's a lot of cinnamon in this. They I do. don't like that. I like cinnamon in my coffee occasionally. This isn't terrible. But what kind of coffee is it? It They don't say. The bean. Oh. The, that's the thing. Like when I get the flavors in, like even uh, I asked um, the barista at the Rabbit the one day, um, and she said they don't know. Like they just sent when they buy the coffee beans. So they ordered a specific Christmas themed yeah. coffee bean, yes. not knowing whether it's Guatemalan or correct whatever. Yeah, but it's mistletoe kissing. Yes. Yeah. Is that like something from The Happening? Oh, I don't know. Is you're, it? You've never seen The Happening? No. Ah, the trees come to life in that movie. Oh. So the mistletoes come into life? Yeah, but they they try to kill people. Oh. That's the Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I, I know yeah, I know who's yeah, in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the trees are the ones killing those people. Spoilers, everybody. Sorry for ruining that movie. That's been out for fifteen years. If you haven't seen it by now. Yeah. You know it, it's not great. Yeah, they literally just put cinnamon in it and called it mistletoe. Yes, and then they charge it. you just a, a little bit more money for it. Actually, I pay the same amount. Oh, but never mind. Yeah, then. It doesn't cost anymore. Uh, uh, you know what, though? I think <clears throat> starting first of the year, yeah, I want to pick one. Okay. I want to pick a coffee. It sounds good. That's fair. And I'm not a coffee drinker, so it could be the worst thing ever, or it could be the greatest thing you've ever tasted. It could be. I don't know. So I'm going to find something that's got a really fancy name, like Mistletoe's Kiss. Well, you've got a month, so... I'm going to find something. Find something. Let me know. I'm going to find the one that they have to pass through the bowels of animals a couple times over. You know that stuff is like 60 bucks, like a pound, right? Like it's expensive coffee. Well, you're in for a treat. You if, get that. I'd be excited because I, I want to try that. Well, I can just do it here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <Your> <laughs> No. <laughs> Do not. Uh, you can have uh, the feline version or the canine version. You got birds. You got <laughs> parakeets. Well, the point is to have it. Never mind. Okay. Moving on. What you been watching? Uh, let's see. We've been uh, we've been shuffling back through uh, Boy Meets World. The old TV show from the 90s with Ben Savage. Okay. Uh, been going through that again. Uh Watched the new Home Alone movie last this what past What was that week. called? Home Alone. 
something or other. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was bad. Connor's been telling me, hey, we need to watch this. And he says some home, not a home alone, something. I don't know what it's called. If you want to be angry, watch it because it's terrible. I don't want to be angry. It's the holidays. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's a weird year, though, because, you know, we live in the Midwest here in northern Indiana. December 4th, as of right now, of this recording, and there's not there's no snow on the ground. No. And not only is there no snow on the ground, it's like borderline 50 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Right. Don't feel like we're going into Christmas one bit. Yeah. It, it's, it makes it tough to start watching Christmas movies and get Christmas shopping done. Uh, yeah. I wonder it, if like... Oh, go ahead. You know, one thing I did watch was the first two episodes of uh, Hawkeye. Mm. That was, you know, that was uh, last week now. Yeah. The new, the third episode just came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, loving it. Loving yeah, it's it. great. Yeah. It's... Uh, I think it tells exactly the type of story that these series are supposed to tell you know and if you think of if you and i like to think of it in the in terms of what comic books do so you have individual comics with their own themes with their own tones um and they're very specific they're very niche Mm -hmm. and then they all come together in in say um an avengers comic and a lot of those tones get stripped away for a more uh unified one but some of those, when they're just their own comic, like a Spider-Man or a, an Iron Man, they're really not similar, you know what I mean, intentionally. Right. So some of them are really weird. Some of them, like the Hawkeye comics, were always really wacky and silly, and he was kind of just one of those characters. I think this show does that really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I agree, 100%. You know what I mean? And that's something that the movies did to a, to a degree. So you'd have your Iron Man movies and then you'd have your Avenger movies. And a lot of those themes that were in the Iron Man movies aren't included in the, the team-up movies. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, because you just don't have time for that kind of stuff. But I think taking it from a movie platform to a six, eight episode Disney Plus series is an even better way to do that. Because you can get as weird or as as specific or as niche as you want with it. And then go do a team-up and be like, oh, well, some of the magical elements that were in the WandaVision show, we're not putting in the movie. Right. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Or whatever, some of the otherworldly stuff you see in a Loki movie, well, that doesn't apply to Avengers 5. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can do. Yeah, like you said, you can just do so much more with a TV series, as far as character development and storytelling. And yeah, uh, I mean, because it's this is a, what a six part series going to be six yeah. episodes. Yeah, six episodes. Each one's like fifty minutes long. I know that's six hours. I'm so glad too. Yeah, um, but that was a disservice to some of the other series. You know what I mean? Like, I would say Falcon Winter Soldier is one where I was like. Okay, I'm I'm almost sitting here for too long. Like if those yeah. were thirty minute episodes, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more. Wasn't some of the Falcon Winter Soldier ones though thirty minutes? I feel like they were longer, but you had WandaVision, which were like a couple of those were twenty minute episodes. Yeah, they, they were, were really, really short. short. But it was more that sitcom feel, so it worked. Right. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I still say to this day, would have made a better movie than Mm-hmm. An eight-part series. Yeah, this uh, there was a lot of that they could have stripped out. Got one unified 
uh, antagonist or villain and made that a, a movie. And it could have been very funny, yet Winter Soldier-esque. Could have been Winter Soldier with some comedy elements. Mm -hmm. And it would have worked really well. Yeah. That show drug out a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah. And the end was good, but by the time you got there, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm done. Mm -hmm. It kept building and building and building. And you thought each episode you were going to get something. And it's like, nope, nope. And then by the end, you're just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So I like what they're doing with this. I really like the the Jerry, Jeremy Renner Hawkeye. You know, he's just brought so much to that character and everybody gives him crap because not only is it Jeremy Renner, yeah. it's Hawkeye. It's like too subpar. I, I don't think Jeremy Renner subpar personally at all. I really like Jeremy Renner in all of his movies, but a lot of people don't give him the credit that he deserves in some of that stuff. Yeah. The Born Legacy is not a bad movie. It really isn't. No, I... I I really enjoyed that one. Actually, I like that one better than the Jason Bourne one that they did after. Exactly. Uh, Stuff like that. So it's nice to see him get kind of his own his mm-hmm. own spotlight for a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. we'll follow along with it as the weeks go. See what happens. So should we just jump into what we're talking about today? Everybody already knows. Yeah. Because we said in the last episode, it's more Spider-Man talk, guys. Yes. So... Buckle up. <laughs> More Spider-Man. I hope you're ready for another web shooter. Uh, a younger, more agile web shooter. Yes, Tom Holland. He I is. would say he's the most agile web shooter. You think so? What he's the only by- one that the actor could literally do a backflip on stage. That's true. I think that qualifies him as the yeah. most agile bar none at okay. that point. Because yeah. he parkoured like a lot. Yeah. Tell me where I wasn't parkouring anywhere. No. He, he <laughs> didn't do his Pilates. No, he was barely doing yoga. Yeah. I think uh, Andrew Garfield was probably more into yoga than Tobey Maguire. But he was like agile as a skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. There's the whole skateboarding yeah. scene in that one. Yeah. So he was he was the, he was the middleman of those it, three. It's hard to be agile when you're wearing those skinny jeans, though. That's it's, it's true. He had that big hair and them skinny jeans and that big coat. It's just like, okay, dial it back some, and maybe you could run a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so we've okay. The the award goes to Tom Holland in agility. Then. Yeah, ten points. Even though I don't necessarily feel that he or Andrew Garfield are smart enough to make web shooters, they really gloss over that. In yeah. both versions. Yeah, they uh, they don't play into the nerdiness and how much of a nerd they really are. Or like, how smart he is. Yeah, like... Uh, uh, you you want to say something? Yes, uh, Spider-Man. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. What's Toby his name? Maguire? Toby Maguire. He, uh, he was, like, you could, like, the way he acted and stuff, like, the way that he was even treated, he was nerdy. Nerdy. Yeah. But he didn't even have to make them because he was the version that had that's you know the, the natural webs, which works really well. And that's a nice workaround when you think about it from that mm-hmm. perspective because – and maybe it's in the dialogue. Maybe it's in what he does in the course of the movie. But yeah, I don't see either one of them, but especially uh, Tom Holland as being this uber-intelligent child who could create web shooters to the degree to which he uses them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he talks about rebuilding like a DVD player or something in Civil War. But it's like, these are two completely different things. Yeah. And I'm thinking about the scene in Amazing Spider-Man when he like shoots it 
Uh-huh. And then he's like, voila, it worked. And you're like, how did you do that? Yeah. You showed us a, a finished product and you're like, I did it. And you're like, mm-hmm. you didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, and the web itself was already instructed in The Amazing Spider-Man. Like that was something that was already made. Yeah. He just... He stole it. He stole it and was able to <laughs> put them into yes. his shooting mechanism that he created. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, yeah. It is what it is, but... I really think, and it's only after talking to you about it on the pod, like there's a few of these areas where they downplay some of this too much. And I just think a few lines of dialogue could really go a long way to to fix some of that. Mm -hmm. Specifically his strength and his tech savviness, his his smarts. Yeah. You know, because he's supposed to be borderline genius to be able to do the things that he's doing. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's... you know, like I said in the comics, he's so strong that he could kill people if he wasn't yeah. intentional about holding some of that strength back. Right. We don't see that in the movie versions, and I would like to see that. Yeah. Anyways, going in, like, okay. Yeah. So I was going to, well, I mean, going off of that, his smartness and stuff, like, he didn't even build his own suit, Tom Holland. No, but at least in his defense, with the story arc of the MCU, the suit that he did make for himself was really good. And they do explain that. What, the hoodie with the... Yes. You know, and as much yeah. as, like, there's the scene when in Civil War where Iron Man looks through him, and he's like, how can you even see through these? And he's like, no, my eyes have are so more enhanced than everybody else's. These dial it back. Oh, okay, that's right, yeah. So they go out of their way to... So everything he's wearing is functional in as much as he needs it, you know? And yeah, he, he picked the colors, and... Yeah. Maybe it's just stuff he had on hand, so he's like... Okay, these three things. Yeah. But that, I think, worked really well. And then you obviously introduce Iron Man. It's just like, nah, kid. And it just gives him yeah. the best stuff. That makes more sense than Tobey Maguire making that suit for himself. Mm-hmm. No, that didn't happen. Sam Raimi made that suit for him. <laughs> uh, so how do you, like, I don't really care for the fact that and I get it. It's part of the MCU. It's a completely different story and way to tell like Spider-Man suit origins and stuff. But st- sticking on this for a little bit, the fact that Spider-Man suit has a AI in it, like, how do you feel about that? Because pers- personally, I don't like that. I don't know. I like it, I guess, simply because of the ties, and again, this goes back to the broader MCU-ism of it all than just a Spider-Man character, Mm -hmm. his links to Tony Stark, and if Tony Stark made it for him, he's obviously going to put the best parts of what he has into Spider-Man stuff. So from those regards, I do really like it. I get what you're saying. Like, it's a little unnecessary and over-the-top, and part of the fun of Spider-Man's little personal quibbing with himself, like, because he's a kid and he's just talking. But I don't think it's so excessive that it's too much you know what i mean especially in his own movies we don't get there's quite a bit in homecoming and it's more played for comedy than it is anything else uh-huh. but outside of that he doesn't fall back on it like iron man did with jarvis to the point that he doesn't have to do anything right so it doesn't bother me but i get where you're coming from and it is unnecessary yeah, because I've, I've never been asked that before. That's a good question. But like, because like in the in the Avengers movies, I get okay. He's gonna need something a little more. You're fighting well, his Iron people. Spider suit. Yeah, for you sure. need that. Yeah, 
But like when he's just in his neighborhood, I feel like it's too much. Like, okay, you're you're fighting robbers and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't need that, you know, to fight them. But I don't feel like he uses it to fight them. No, he probably doesn't. I, and I that's why I'm saying, does, like, yeah. in the scenes where, that you're talking about, yeah. I don't see him using Karen. Yeah, Karen. Is it Karen? Yeah, right. it's Karen. It's Karen. I think it's Karen. Because it's Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Um, I don't see him using that to, instead of just doing things himself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Outside of, like, uh, he webbed Donald, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. He webbed his character to the hood and then used like a fake voice. Yeah. Again, it's more played for comedy than it was for anything else, but I, that was a perfect scene to to realize like that doesn't work. Yeah. He was like, okay, I can't do this. I just have to do it myself. Yeah. So yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't like it either, but it didn't bother me for the sake of the movies. For that character, for that Spider-Man in that universe, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And it would be funny <laughs> playing on the the future this, the next movie coming out and if you see other Spider-Man in those movies and you have a scene where he's talking to someone in his head uh-huh. and then you get Tobey Maguire like who are you talking to <laughs> that would be really funny would, yeah to kind of play on that a little bit yeah but we're talking about these movies specifically so you're talking about Civil War you're talking about Homecoming you're talking about Far From Home yeah which one do you think is the best out of those three and he was in Civil War enough for me to say that that's a Spider-Man movie just as much as mm-hmm. it's a Captain America movie. Okay, so I think Civil War is a great movie in general. So I do think it's a good movie. As a Spider-Man movie, I would probably say Far From Home is the best one, like my favorite. Such a tight race, though. I mean, Far From Home, you get Jake Gyllenhaal, you got Tom Holland... And yeah, but in Homecoming, you got Michael Keaton. It's true. It's true. And that was a great character to introduce in that movie. Mm-hmm. And just a phenomenal casting choice. Yeah. That's the only reason I would agree with you. I think Far From Home is a more entertaining movie. So if I'm going to sit down and pick one to turn on, it's going to be Far From Home. Yeah. And yeah, I'll go to bat for Jake Gyllenhaal all day long because I think he's an underrated actor. But boy, I'm thinking about that scene when he drops him off at the the dance and they have that little dialogue in the car and homecoming. And I'm like, oh, that could take the cake. That could take the cake because he's he was terrifying in that scene. Mm-hmm. And it was a story we hadn't seen from a Spider-Man before. So that was the first movie, we, first solo Spider-Man movie we'd gotten since the other five. Mm-hmm. And it was so drastically different than those other five Spider-Man movies that I loved it. From, yeah. from the word go, I loved it, yeah. you know. And you don't, it's... It's not an origin movie, so that's great. Like, we don't need to know. We didn't need to see another Spider-Man origin movie. Thank you for hitting on that, because I 100% agree with you. Uh, we know he got bit by a radioactive spider or something, a genetically modified spider, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, we know his Uncle Ben dies. You know, we don't need to see that. So I wish they would, maybe, maybe I don't wish, but it would have been nice to see, like, how far removed, like, this was from maybe him getting bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know, like, has it been six months? Yeah. Has it been two that's years? It's crazy because the vagueness, I think, plays in its strengths. Yeah. But at the same time, now we're almost three movies in, and I'm like, who would you guys have cast to play Uncle Ben? You know, you got Marissa Tomei yeah. as, as Aunt May. Yeah. Who would you guys have cast? Just to see a flashback scene for me. Yeah. 
And I really want to hear with great power comes great responsibility because it's integral to the character. And I know they kind of played on that in Civil War because mm-hmm. he said something like, when bad things happen around you and you have the powers that I have and you don't do anything, they happen and it's your, and it's your fault. Yeah, That's with great power comes great responsibility, right. but they just played on it. I really still want to hear those words. Yeah, and If you get a flashback scene in this new movie with who would you cast in this universe Ooh, as Uncle okay. Ben? Okay, casting Uncle Ben. Here we go. Let's see. Okay. Um, all right. Here's my Josh. Burr. Uh, <laughs> I think it, let's see. I think I know who you know who I'm going to say now. Okay, go ahead. Say it. Josh Brolin. <laughs> you would pair Josh Brolin with Marissa Tomei as Uncle Ben. Uh, yeah. Who would you? My original. The first person that came to my mind, <laughs> I don't know why, it was Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> but then he said Josh, and I was like, ooh, ooh, Josh. Ooh, Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel or Josh Lucas. You could do either one of those yeah. two. Ooh. Josh Duhamel would probably be better. You you give him like a gray beard. Yeah. I don't know, because Aunt May's not that old. Was she probably in her 40s? Probably. So he'd have to be a younger. He couldn't be an older. Well, yeah, but Josh Duhamel... They're probably the same age. Probably. Marissa Tomei is probably old. She's in her Oh, definitely. 50s, oh, so. no doubt. But I don't think she's supposed to be that old in these movies. No. I would say Josh Duhamel. Yeah, I, I, I like I that. Would honestly, that's yep. That's a good cast. Yeah. And to hear him say, "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah. That'd give me chills. Yeah. We did it, Marvel. Yeah. We did it. Give us a flashback scene. Get him in for th- an hour. You got two weeks to splice this together yeah. and make it happen. And just, you know, pull some Martin Sheen quotes from Amazing Spider-Man and be like, your yeah. parents did love you. They didn't want to leave you. Oh, that'd be so good. That would be so good. This is a scene that we don't need in this universe, yeah. but I want in this universe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, you know, in the comics, Spider-Man wasn't on Iron Man's team. Really? I think he started on Iron Man's team and then switched to Cap's team because... He didn't want the world knowing who he was. Mm. Right, because... Yeah. That's because, crazy. Because he's like one of the only Avengers where nobody knows who he... Like, people... Like, the world doesn't know who he is. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, well, that's what this movie's about, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so in... in you Okay, in the comics, nobody knew who any of them were. That was the point of a alter ego or an alias, you know. Except for Tony Stark, right? Or does no, that... in the comics, they oh, really? Know. I think that the movies brought that out. Okay. But, like, nobody knew Steve Rogers was Captain America. You know, that's what the point yeah. of the mask is. MCU demasked everyone. Yeah. Except Spider-Man. The point of this movie. But yeah. then, so in the comics, it was called the Superhero Registration Act, not the, the Sokovia Accords that brought about Civil War. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man was like... I like what you're saying, but I agree with this guy. And then went and joined Cap's team. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen that in the movie. Like, they're fighting at the airport, and he's like, wait a minute. I agree with you. Yeah. That would have completely derailed the whole Tony Stark. Being that father figure. Peter Parker, yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. Hmm. And then we get what only one other universe has given us, which is a... A good sequel. So you get Homecoming and then Far From Home, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Mans didn't deliver Mm-mm. on a good sequel. They jumped straight to the derailed third third movie. Yeah. 
hopefully this new one isn't that for this universe. Yeah. But I don't think it will be. But Far From Home is a good movie. Yeah. It has a good story. It has a lot of good twists. It still introduces a whole lot of broader themes into the MCU, which comes out after, because that's the last movie we got pre-pandemic, which was in like May of 2019. Yeah. Because it came out right after Avengers. It was the last of that phase. Oh, and that movie just had me. I was borderline in tears in that movie. Especially, you know what scene I'm talking about. With him and Happy on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, could, I can't ever live up to him. And he's like, you don't have to. Even Tony couldn't live up to his own ego. Right. And then he goes and makes his suit. And uh, I get chills just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's a great scene. He's like putting some music on. And yeah. he goes, I, I got just what we need. And it's ACDC. Yeah. And what does he say? I love... I don't remember what band he says. He says, a, he says something completely different. Di- yeah, which is yeah. hilarious. It's just- and we get the introduction of a really good Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Because so many people were like, there's no way you can do Mysterio and it work. No, I thought it was Off perfect. the page. Because it's a weird character. Mm-hmm. Fishbowl head man, like, that should not work. And even Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie says, he's like, they bought it. They bought all of it, like... Because he's just an amalgamation of kind of all of a bunch of different superheroes. Yeah. And we thought they were going to introduce the multiverse in that movie, but he was just pretending to introduce the multiverse only to the next movie actually introduce the multiverse. Mm -hmm. Which they almost needed. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. I feel like they almost needed that character to enter that villain, Mysterio, to do the multiverse. Like to introduce it for real or introduce it for fake? For, for, For real. I mean, I guess. Because Doctor Strange is going to do it in this one, and that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Plus, you already if you tie the whole broader universe together, there's already things in motion that's going to reveal a bigger, broader universe anyway, even without this kind of nudge. Mm-hmm. With the Loki series and with the, the WandaVision stuff going on, like there's a whole lot of multiverse stuff already happening. Yeah. And then they're just, they throw this wrench into everything. So do you think it'll go back to the way it... All, all I want to talk about is in the new movie because we're a couple of weeks away. We got to keep talking about the the other movies. Yeah. What do you uh, what do you think about the uh, casting of Jacob Battleon as uh, Ned? Ned, Ned's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think he does a good job. He's a good comic relief character, especially in Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Less so in Homecoming, but that movie's primarily about Peter Parker, so that's fine. Yeah, it's it's interesting how they picked all of the the kids. Especially like Flash's character, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like this millennial bully instead of your classic like beat him up bully. Yeah, it works. It works for the universe that it's in. Yeah, I still wanted to see Peter Parker kind of get beat up a couple times, but he doesn't. He just kind of gets verbally attacked throughout the course of the movie because that's what hurts today. Works. Well, yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. I mean, that would suck just as much as getting punched. But I just like some physical violence in my <laughs> superhero movies. And I think, again, going back to it, and we get the introduction of the Shocker. A couple different people play the Shocker Mm -hmm. in Homecoming. Yeah. And then you get the Prowler introduced, which would be incredible if they do more with, especially with Donald Glover's character. That would be really cool and eventually introduce Miles Morales into the universe. I think you're already introducing a Young Avengers team, so why not? Yeah. That's the only thing that I I think these movies are, and they're kind of pigeonholed into doing it. They can't help it, but... At this point, where we're at in universe, I wish Spider-Man was a little bit older than he is. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he can't be, especially with the blip and the, or the snap and the fact that he's still the same age even though the, the rest of the world progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wish we were going to start to get a little bit out of high school Peter, you know? Right. But it's it's kind of the nature of the beast. He still seems like a, a, a little kid. Yeah. You know? What if we got... I don't... Do you think they'll introduce, like, in the... I gotta talk about it. We gotta stop talking about the new movie. We I gotta know. focus on these movies. I know. Uh, What'd you think of retroactively reintroducing um, what's his name from a Christmas story? Because he was in Iron Man and then he was in Far From Home as the same character who was a part of Mysterio's team. The kid who played Ralphie. Oh. I don't remember what his name is. Martin Starr? No, that's Mr. Harry. <laughs> yeah, I can't find him on the cast list. I wish I wish Tom Holland's Spider-Man was a, a little bit snarkier, like Andrew Garfield's. Mm-hmm. A little bit cockier with his abilities, you know, knowing that he's as strong as he is and not as much, especially now, two movies in, I wish he was a little bit more um, confident in himself. Yeah. And he's kind of got a, he's got that attitude that goes with that. He still kind of seems like a, not a dumbfounded kid, but a, what do you call it? You know what I'm talking about. Who seems that way? Peter in the universe still seems like at all at everything. Yeah, like uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where I just wish at some point he would get confident to the point where he's like Andrew Garfield's character. Yeah. He's just like talking back to the cops, like hey, I'm better than you guys. You know, yeah. not not yeah. in an arrogant way, but just a confidence in himself way. Yeah, Tom Holland's very gullible. Gullible, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Still. And that was fine in Civil War where, you know, he's he's stopping a punch from the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He's like, is this a metal arm? This is incredible. But now two movies later, we still have yeah. that same. He's been to space. He's been doing all kinds of stuff. It's just at some point I want to see him just be like, yeah, I've you're nothing compared to mm-hmm. what I've already faced. Yeah. Kind of, it'd be cool if he kind of took on a little bit of that Tony Stark attitude. A little bit. Like, while he's in the suit. Yeah. Not necessarily yes. while he's outside yeah. of it, but while he's in it. I 100% agree. Uh, Give it a little bit more differential before, between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah. Because he is, especially if you're talking about just low-level criminals, mm-hmm. there is absolutely nothing they could do. Oh, yeah. They have no power over Like Even can, with guns, there is nothing they could do. Yeah. I, I guess the only scene we got was that... Was it in the first movie where he goes up against the bank robbers and they're all wearing Avengers? Oh masks. yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like, "Oh, hey guys, I know you guys." Yeah. I want to see more of that from the, this version of Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm so nitpicking. I'm nitpicking because I think they're both perfect. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing you could have done to improve these movies. They're really, really good. I love the scene when they're in, in Homecoming when he's uh, him and Aunt May are out getting tie. Thai. They're getting the Thai food and uh, on the news it's showing the bank the ATM robbery and stuff and she's just like if you see anything like that just run away. (laughs) He's like oh yeah for sure. (laughs) Yeah while he's swinging around Mm -hmm. you know the uh, Washington DC monuments like it's interesting though like when his interactions with Aunt May and stuff in this is he's so much more like there's more respect, I feel like, are shown through Tom Holland to Marissa Tomei than, like, 
uh, with Sally Field and stuff. Like, there's not really, like, there's, like, a fear. Like, I don't want to disappoint you. Do you think it's because she knows he's Spider-Man and the other two versions didn't? Well, at this point, she doesn't know. In Homecoming, she don't know. Oh, in Homecoming, no. Yeah. She, at the end of Homecoming, she finds out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Even through that movie. Yeah. Like, there's just a respect. Thing. Like, I don't want to disappoint you. I want to, you know, you could see it on his face. It's far more motherly. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. But, but they pick two characters, and the chemistry between the two of them is really, really good. Okay. Question. Who, and I'm going to, we're going to use Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy as well. Who's the best Mary Jane? So you've got Kristen Stewart. Kristen. Kristen Stewart is not in these movies. She's not guys. the best anything. <laughs> oh, she was in Catch That Kid. Come on. Oh wow. So it was Cordon Bleu. Corbin. Cordon. Cordon. It's Cordon Bleu. <laughs> it's not Cordon Bleu. It is too. It's Cordon. Oh, Cordon Bleu is a food, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> okay. He's not chicken with ham and Swiss cheese. <laughs> hey. You have Kirsten Dunst. Emma Stone or Zendaya? Well, Emma Stone's Gwen. I, I'm aware, but okay. there is no Mary Jane in those movies. I don't know. Obviously, Kristen Dunst is the most comic accurate Mary Jane. Yeah. but uh, And then Emma Stone is, I would say, a, a pretty comic accurate Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I like all three of them, to be honest. Like, They're I, all three. I mean, the only two you could compare, I guess, is Kristen Dunst and Zendaya because they're playing the same character. Yeah. Zendaya's is just so different because, like, M Kristen Dunst is more like, I'm popular. Oh, yeah. And Zendaya takes more of, like, I'm a loner. I don't like anybody. Oh, it's so true. And it's really different. It's really different. And I like both of them. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're all good in their own universe. Yeah. I can't say one's But better. one wouldn't be good in another's universe. No. I don't know. I think Emma Stone would um, do good in both those universes. Again, she plays a different character. She was a hundred times better than Bryce Dallas Howard as the same character. That's not Bryce Dallas Howard's fault. I'm not blaming mm -hmm. her. That movie was bad. I think Emma Stone could have played MJ, though, as well. Ooh, there's some I, controversial talk. I think she was perfect for Gwen Stacy, but I think she could have played MJ. Could she have played both in the same movie? Just with different hair colors. Yes. I want to see her as Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Lots of people have wanted that for a very long time, mm -hmm. and I think she would have played that role very well. What about Zendaya as Spider-MJ? Is that a thing? I, no, I don't think so, but like, let's make it a thing. She I, could. I think That's the only downside to Zendaya's... And again, I don't think it's Zendaya's fault. I think it's the writing in the movie. I can't see a future for that character outside of what she is already. Yeah. And there hasn't been any growth in her either. She's the same character in, in both movies. Ooh, I don't know. I disagree. I don't know. This kind of sad sap all the time. Like, what's that girl look like in college? What's that girl look like at her first job? So Is she just going to keep talking about how bad the world sucks? Because as you get an adult can't do that you yeah know what i mean but like in homecoming she's like she's that loner she's down like kind of like i'm gonna just stay by myself and i don't want to talk to anybody and she's kind of like uh not sassy she's sarcastic and everything but then once you get through like once she finds out who uh peter is 
and Far From Home, and even once you get to the end of it, you can tell like her 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 character changes in the sense that she's enjoying herself a little more now. And I think we're going to see that more in this okay. new film. You got me again because I don't I don't disagree with you. I see what you're saying, and she's blossoming. And I'm not saying I'm not talking about Zendaya. I'm talking about MJ, right. the character. Right. She's blossoming as an individual and allowing herself to. She's opening up mm -hmm. because of Peter's yeah. relationship with her. I see that. I can see that. I guess it's the sarcasm then that is like, okay, is, is that going to change as she grows? I don't know if it will, and I don't know if it should because. I don't know though. Maybe. I think it should to some degree. I feel. I just feel like that's her and Peter just flirting though at this point. Like, well, that's true. But again, now there are things. So it's like, where do you, yeah. where do you go now? Like, yeah. as life changes, you change. Yeah, you adapt to some degree or another. Yeah, I want to see some progression in her character. You know, there's gonna be a scene with her falling. That's for sure gonna happen. Is she gonna die in this movie? No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't even know why they put that in there because she's not going to die. If she is going to die, why'd you put that scene in there? If she's not going to die, why'd you put that scene in there? No matter what happens, yeah, you shouldn't have showed us that because it loses tension at all now that we know that that scene is going to happen. It's true. Yeah. So th this entire series of us speculating about, that's all it's been. We've wanted to talk about the other movies, but all we really truly want to do is speculate about the new one. Yeah. Because we're excited. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a review up and an, a good review of it. Uh, mm -hmm. we're gonna look at all the elements of the new one, not just sit here and just kinda talk. Talk about the old talk ones. Talk about and the stuff. movies. Yeah. And for anyone who's listening, if if you're still listening and you're confused still at this point, I mean this whole thing has always been intended to just be us talking about the movies. Yeah. We're not critically critiquing anything. Mm-hmm. This is just a discussion. Yeah. That's why we're, we talk about them in the way that we do. Yeah. Which we think is a lot of fun. If it opens dialogue for you and other people, then great. And that we hope that it does, you know. And I hope you find flaws in what we're saying or where you're like, oh, you guys are so wrong. But you got to tell us. Otherwise, it's irrelevant. Yes. If you don't, if you don't tell us we're wrong or what we're wrong about, well, we're not going to have a conversation with you anyways because, but. We would, though. You can oh. go on our Instagram and, and message us. That's true. I or would email. respond to that. Or email. I'm looking to interact with anyone and everyone about movies. But with that being said, do you have anything else to say about this series of movies? No, I think we're I think we covered as much as we could with it. Um, it's only two movies, so it's really yeah. And you're getting the same kind of stuff throughout all of them. Mm -hmm. I th again, I think Peter's growth in the second movie was really really good. Yeah. And I hope that shows in the next one because if he's still that gullible kid, yeah. that's going to be a detriment to the movie at some point. You know what I mean? And especially if Sony, which they've talked about numerous times, intend on using them in their movies, using Tom Holland in a Venom movie or in a Morbius movie. Yeah. Great. I would love to see that. But he's fought Thanos. Yeah. He shouldn't be scared of anything mm -hmm. at this point and not scared not not scared in the sense that he's not like this is kind of freaky yeah but just like mature enough to not react like a child yeah 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what we need to start seeing from him. He's fought aliens. Those demon dog things in uh, Avengers Endgame, they all look like Venom. Mm -hmm. So when he sees Venom, he should just be like, oh, I fought this before. Oh, I've never fought this before. This is different than those. Yeah. But not to be like, oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Or to get some on him and then we get Black Suit Spider-Man again. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that would look like in a better movie. <laughs> no digging on this, though. <laughs> Dig on this. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, you're going to get this. This is going to drop on the 15th, and then Spider-Man... Uh, what's it called? I keep forgetting. No Way Home? No Way Home comes out on the 17th. So that weekend, we're going to drop our review of that movie, our official review of that one. Um, same weekend. So you're going to get some back-to-back stuff. Yeah. And then we've got our commentary coming up shortly after that. Yeah. To end out, the round out the year. Mm-hmm. So stick around. It's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be good, and we're not going to spoil it for you. Did we already? Spoil what? The commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Spider-Man No, no Way yeah. Home. We're not going to spoil it, guys. Yeah. There's so many Spider-Man in it. So many Spider-Man. And I'm saying that Spider-Man. There's Spider-Ham. There's Spider... There's the Japanese one. And not the one from the Spider-Verse, the other one. Jake Johnson. From the 70s. That's my favorite Spider-Man. Anyways. Uh, Yeah, I've got nothing else to add. So go ahead. Take it. Take us home. Uh, if you wouldn't road. mind, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and uh, let us know how you like our shows, um, what your thoughts are, what we can do better. Uh, check us out on Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can uh, shoot us an email at remember that one movie and uh, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And uh, also, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, Instagram's the one that we'll probably respond the quickest on. Yeah. So you're going to either go to the email or you can go to the, the gram. Yeah. Um, nobody's using Twitter anymore, guys. I don't know if that's true or not. I just said a statement. Yeah. It's a blanket statement. It's a blanket <laughs> statement. That's all it is. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Please tell us who's your, who's your favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, Merry that's Christmas. That's the question that we're looking for. Merry Christmas. Good one. Thank you for adding that. It's not snowing here. I don't know if it's Christmas. So that's all for today, guys. Bye.